Hey guys, welcome to this new episode of the Semi-Soccer Experts Podcast, also known as the C Podcast. I'm your host, Adrian. As you may know, Mario's not here for the day, but it's all good. I got a temporary guest host, my boy, Billy. It's good, hey, Billy. How are you doing? What's going on, man? Long time no see. Yeah, um, right. But yeah, Billy, so um, so Billy's here for, for the day. He's going to, you know, talk, He like me, a soccer fan. He actually, if anything, the the man who got me to love soccer the way it is this man and manchester united so you know um he's very well known articulated and obviously i want to have like guests who know their shit and that's why i got this man here well, thank you yes you know i've been watching soccer way too long you know long enough? <laughs> yeah. like, what? since you know you've been watching soccer since the days they had it like on what pay-per-view and that you had to watch it on your own. Yeah, like, like 20 I used to buy Manchester United FA Cup games for like $25, you know, <laughs> back in the day. You know, um, also, you know, I started watching 94, the World Cup here in the United States. I'm the only one in my family that watches soccer. So I didn't have, I just got into it on my own. Yeah, and I became Italian. a fan. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but, um, they so I just started watching the World Cup. I thought USA was the greatest team ever, and then I realized that we're not that good at all. <laughs> we're the greatest of all time, <laughs> you know. And then from there, I discovered club soccer. Um, and f- from there, I just randomly one day f- watched the Manchester United game and fell in love with them. They pl- they play, and from there, I just learned more. And there was no Wikipedia back then to read. You know, factions. Do you remember the first Manchester United game you watched? I would say it was probably around 2004. That's when Tim Howard actually signed Tim up. Tim Howard? Because he was here with the Metro Stars at the time. So I was like, oh, cool. This guy's going to England. They made a big deal about it. Obviously, I didn't. I knew of Manchester United, you know, from watching international soccer. But I didn't really know much about them or when they were on or anything like that. So I just was like, all right, cool. And then from there I started watching and some guy also signed that same summer, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. And when I seen him play and I was like, wow, that's like the coolest, you know, he's trying to do all these like tricks and stuff. And from there, that's how the love affair started with both Ronaldo and Manchester United. So I continued and as you may see, I have a lot of gray hair because of Manchester United the last few years, but (laughs) I still support him. <laughs> I still support him regardless of what's going on. So, Yeah, man. <clears throat> yeah. So, like, like I said, this is the guy who got me into soccer. We've been watching Manchester United play since early 2000s, late, late 2000s. We even watched them in pubs. And I remember famously we went to – I skipped class to go see them play Bayern Munich in that Champions League final whenever I did the super shot. Yeah, and um, I was so mad at Welbeck because I was like, "Yo, he's we can beat these, we can beat these fucking Germans," and we just said, "Just never happened." But you know, but that's the love of it, you know, the love of the game, essentially, because you know, going out to pubs, going out with your mates, and just watching the game, and that's why I do this podcast because I want to share with you, all you guys like my passion and everything that I try to know and I learn about soccer, and just to share it amongst you guys, and that's the whole purpose, and you know during these tough times obviously i would like to be in person and you know having you face to face but you know we're doing as best we can and hopefully everyone's doing well you know social distancing as well is still implemented so you know we're doing our best with the zoom 
and this is where we're going to talk about this episode. Um, before you know, before we went live, I was telling you, Billy. Um, you know, soccer's back. Obviously, we have Bundesliga on. Um, this also talks about the Premier League running back. Um, there's also news about La Liga. They're actually going to return June 8th. Mm-hmm. Um, their Spain Spaniard government's actually going to open up its borders too, which is something that's interesting to me because I think I want to travel. They were hit pretty hard too. <laughs> exactly. So it's it's really you know it's very uh, an optimistic time right now because you know we get to see our soccer Serie A still to be determined. Same with the English Premier League, but you know little by little, as long as we get. Um, soccer, you know, more soccer leagues and like around the European nations starting to come up. Hopefully, this is an on- onward tread. I know NBA starting to come back, MLS is start- starting to do talks. Um, there, I heard they might actually play in the in Disney World, as crazy it seems. Um, NBA, yeah, NBA has been negotiating with with the mouse, aka um, Disney, in regards to this. So, you know, it's still up and coming and still a lot of rumors going on. So, we we don't 100% know, you know, as of today, it's May 24th. You know, a lot of things can change in a week. So hopefully by the next time, you know, by when June hits, we have a better idea. But, you know, since soccer is back and everything is starting to get slowly back to normal, um, we, there's still a lot of concerns and, you know, um, players who are uncomfortable, who want, who are uncomfortable in regards to playing because they're not sure if it's the right thing to do. And I was reading this article about Troy Deeney. He plays for Watford. He's their captain. Um, he's saying, I don't want to play. No, if it, you know, And it's not just like, oh, I'm, he's not scared or anything. Homie doesn't want to play because he's, he has a young son um, who has health issues, has breathing issues as well, and he doesn't want to risk that. And I totally agree with that. Um, and, Billy, what do you think about that? Because, you know, I know you have kids, so – I feel like there's something that you can totally relate to. Definitely. Even when this first happened here in New York City, I told my boss, I was like, I'm not sure because nobody knows anything. You know, and obviously New York City is the hardest hit area in the United States. Um, and I told him, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be comfortable coming to work. Um, and he was okay. He was, I understand. And I winded up taking off like two weeks. Um, when everything kind of happened because I wasn't sure what was going to happen. I don't want to pass anything down to my kids walking out. Even now I'm still, it's a process when I get home, I get undressed in the hallway, spray myself with Lysol, inject it in my body, you know, and um, run straight for the shower and leave everything outside because it's something. And now, especially now they're saying some kids are getting, what is it, a Kawasaki? I, yeah, I've the heard virus about or something like, like that. It's like, yeah, a, it's, or, like it's, it's, it's I don't know if it's a new strain or something, but mm-hmm. it's affected the kids a lot more, especially here in New York City. A lot, yeah. a lot of kids are getting infected. Every, you know, every day more people getting infected, and some are even passing away. So that's something I don't want to happen. And as a father, I completely agree with Troy Nini. You know, um, unfortunately, with my well, not unfortunately, but with my situation, you know, I'm not exactly a, a sports athlete, so I don't have that much money so i have to go back to work you know but if you can if you if you have the money and it's not an issue then do it you know if you feel it's to protect your your family that's the first thing as a father your job is your responsibility to protect your family so i agree with him 100 percent. and especially i believe wofford players is the only club so far in england that's testing that that two players i believe have been tested yeah they were positive. tested positive 
So. And, yeah, and I feel like that's another red flag too because, you know, you got several players. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if it's players specifically or staff, but, you know, regardless, they're within the, the organization. So that's something they should really be taking note of and precaution. I know they're doing like weekly tests and I think the number went down this, um, this recent test. Like there's only two players or two people who got tested from all the clubs. But this is something to take into consideration. And I just hope, you know, in regards to this, Watford or the EPL don't like seek any like reprimands or, you know, try to do anything to Troy Deeney because he is taking a stand. He's, you know, he's being brave about this. And I, I totally agree with him because, you know, if you have, you know, your, you know, your loved ones and you don't want to affect them at all, you should not be pressured or anything of that matter to do anything that you're not comfortable with. Because we're human beings at the end of the day, and lives matter. So I totally agree with you know with what he's doing. And Troy Dini's Troy not the only player who's doing this as well. Conte as well. He's willing to sit out the rest of the season. And you know, a player of his status, you know, I feel like makes you know it's it's making a stand. And I don't know, like in regards to other players who feel, who feel about this, you know, in regards. But I just hope there's no reprimands, and you know, it, and I feel like this should just be, you know, if if the player chooses to do these actions, let them, you know, no, and hopefully they should get paid their wages, you know, because who knows, um, who knows when they they actually need, they obviously need the money because they're not doing anything, and they need to be covered in times like this. What do you think, man? I agree, and with Conte, you know, I'm happy. That Chelsea, you know, they said they're okay with that, with him staying home, but he's going to be continue to do training at home. Um, and Conte is a key figure for Chelsea, so he's, yeah, you know, rock and, and if yes, exactly, and him being gone for the rest of the season, if they do resume it, that could lead them and may perhaps lose in a Champions League place, you know. With like nine games, yeah, how many games left to play? Like United, we're games? like what, what, four points behind them or something? Four no, oh, I think we're three points behind them, uh, like something like that. I was just looking at it yesterday, and I completely yeah, yeah but it was no. like three points. It was a lot closer than I thought. But now, I know I'll, it's within striking distance, you know. Yes, exactly. You know, game or two, one game or two, yeah, exactly. Like right there within the standings, and yeah, and that's the thing too. And and I feel like that can that can actually harm Chelsea, you know, and. You know, it sucks, though, because if we do, you know, overtake them in Champions League, it is what it is. But I still I still don't give any, you know, any hard ass to, to Conte in regards Exactly. He doesn't, you know, I feel like there shouldn't be, I feel like there should be no unwarranted criticism or pressure, especially from the media as well in regards to this, because we're slowly getting back. This, vi- this virus is one of a kind, man. Like, it never happened in history. Like, People are staying home. No one's, you know, nobody wants to get infected. Nobody wants to get sick. And, you know, we were like two months ago, we were all willy-nilly going out, doing all this stuff together. But now we just have to take caution in regards to setting things up. And I feel like in order to bring everything back together, we have to do it very, not slowly, but um, smart, in a smartful way of doing it. Because if not, we're going to hit, another second wave is going to hit and everything's going to go to shit again. And I know countries are doing their best in regards to testing and, and ensuring that, you know, and during these times we're taking procedure and all that. 
So I, hopefully all the right things and tools are being implemented because that's the one thing we all want to see personally. Like I'd rather have everyone healthy and comfortable before any shit goes down. And so, and yeah, um, but what do you think about other players? Do you think this is going to affect like how the EPL is um, in regards to Conte and Troy Deeney calling out? Do you see any players like wanting to, um, if there's more players who are, who don't want to play, do you feel like it's going to be an upward trend or anything like that? Possibly. Um, especially, you know, like Troy Deeney, captain of his club, lead by example, Conte, a rock in midfield, one of the main key players for Chelsea. So it's not like it's, you know, no disrespect to any of them, but it's not like it's bench warmers saying that they don't want to play. It's yeah, players that key, key components to every team in an, that play every game when they are available. So it's possible. And I think maybe some more players may come aboard with it. Um, but from what I read this morning, I think only two players out of like all leagues in England tested positive, which is a good number from I think thousands of people. So they're going to probably use that as like, hey, only two out of a thousand, you know, whatever the case is. So everyone should be safe. Um, I'm sure a lot of players just want to get back to playing. 100%. You know, but I think maybe the younger players that don't really, you know, that are in good health, you know, don't have families, may not, may take it differently. Like in this situation, you know, in this situation, I'm more cautious than someone that's just younger and just missing going to bars. You know, because they don't have the responsibility of yeah. you know, caring for all the people in that sense. So, you know, I can see players like maybe like Rashford, Lingard having no issues with it, where maybe someone like Nemanja Mat- uh, Matic may have an issue because he has a family. Yeah. You know, he hasn't come out and said anything, but I can see something like that being coming out in the future um, with players that have families and stuff. But I think they're still going to do it because they're losing so much money and a lot of clubs are actually you know, losing so much money with this whole situation because they... Yeah, it, and it's such like, a shitty situation because teams are losing money. You know, organizations are, but at the same time, you know, does money really matter in times like this, though? That's another question. You know, a lot of companies, you know, they got to stay afloat to make things going, but at the same time, you do need money to survive, and that's the shitty part of, like, this, this society. Yeah, and unfortunately, I think that... Yeah, unfortunately, I think that the world is a greedy place. You know, everyone strives for money. Yeah. You know, I, there are people Great. protesting that, you know, hospitals are lying, you know, and you hear all these stories like people saying, oh, this is just fake. Well, go to a hospital and tell me if it's fake. You know, <laughs> where yeah. I live, I see three trailers full of, you know, where they put the bodies that pass away. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's scary. Yeah. It's scary because, and it's crazy because you never think in the day. It's like a movie what we're going through right now. Mm-hmm. It's like and the movie I, Pandemic. <laughs> I think it was Pandemic. Oh, Contagion. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Like some people were like, "Oh my God, it's a conspiracy." The movie came out. No, it's just nobody predicted this. People thought of it and just like, "Hey, we'll just do a movie of it." Who knows what happened? And it happens. <laughs> yeah, well, it, things like that happen. You know, you know, with viruses and new strains and stuff like that. And you know, the the Spanish flu of 1918 as well, you know, it's pretty similar to this. Just now, the world is a lot smaller, in the sense that we can 
Right yeah, now. we have well, access right to everything. Exactly. That's the whole thing. In this day and age, all the technology, and that's what I'm saying. That's and that's the you know it's that's the good and bad of these days. Now we have access to everything. Like back in your times, man, we, <laughs> we barely had access to what a good amount of soccer. Like I was saying, you had pay per view. Like you had to go on pay per view and not like get like you know those shitty movies or anything like. That. Yeah, or uh, or I had to go to bars at. Which I didn't complain, but go to bars like at six in the morning to watch Manchester and Chelsea. You know, yeah, we still did that. We still, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did it for the experience. Yeah, and uh, I don't drink or anything, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but and it's crazy because like even at that time when I used to go to the bars like at six, in the, I was like, oh, I'm gonna be the only one there. No one else is just crazy or passionate. And I remember I was waiting on the line at like six thirty in the morning to go to a bar. And I'm like, oh wow, so that opened up how the culture here is and. The United States or New York City in general, but you know, we can't do that now. But you know, going back to the whole issue with that, Germany so far is doing pretty good because they reopened like for two weeks now because their government's doing a good fucking <clears throat> job with this thing, exactly. Because England and the United States, I think the government's been we have dumbasses running the yes. countries, you know, I don't want to get political or anything like that on this, but mm. you know, I think you know, they didn't take it serious, yeah, but at a cost more lives than it and then it should have yeah know. because we just didn't take proper procedure in regards to, to containing the virus that was the whole thing containing the virus making sure everything's accounted for a, a, you know go through a to z you know just took its time let it roll its mm-hmm. course and then you know and, and we got to where we are right now and that's why we're taking longer than expected to return as a nation because now everything is said by we you know there's still travel bans out there people can't even go to like mexico or canada because you know it's um the borders are shut off which is a smart thing to do shut off the borders which mm-hmm. should have been implemented a long time ago but hey it is what it is but you know at the same time you know i'm just glad we're starting you know we're on the we're on the trend of getting back to normal and i just you know i'm predicting like I'm saying late June, July, we're going to start having our sports back. Um, do you, What do you think, like, when we'll see everything back to normal? Well, I don't think things are going to be back to normal for anytime soon. And I'm talking about normal like sports, watching sports with fans cheering. Yeah, fans, and that's the other thing, fans. That, that's going to be, I think, <clears throat> hopefully, I'm thinking when the, if the league or when the league reopens for next season which I heard that they may be pushing it back because they want to get these games out. And then I heard uh, they're going to do the European games, like the Champions League Europa League, like in the summer, like July, August, I think. Which makes sense. I think we we were in February, you know, early March. Atletico knocked down um, Liverpool. Yeah, they knocked down Liverpool. Um, Bayern Munich will just dominate in Chelsea. Yeah, league, but so round of we're yes. I think we're finishing around the sixteen going into quarters. Yes, and the same thing with the Europa League with us. We just beat. Oh a yeah, team. we're in the Europa League. <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh, we just beat a team. Oh, I don't remember where, but it was like a small team. We yes. beat a five 0 Yeah, some pub. Team. Yeah, and I apologize to any <laughs> anyone that watches this that may be a fan of that team. I'm just drawing a blank at the present moment, but um, it's been a long time. So. <clears throat> <laughs> yes, of, unfortunately, the quarantine started on my birthday. So, <laughs> oh yeah, it did. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> on Billy Day. Yeah, you know, the year before we were out celebrating, and then a yeah, year later we're like stuck in a house. Yeah, crazy how life changes in a blink of an eye. But um, 
um, you know, UFC started doing. Okay, uh, so the team we played was LASK Linz. I don't know how you pronounce it. <laughs> it was it from uh, like Austria or something like that? No. Yeah, I think there was some Australian team. Yeah. That there was some Australian team. We beat them five nil. Yeah, and that was the first. Oh no, that was it. Was the first leg? So that was the first leg. We thought to play them in Old Trafford. Yeah, because we played. Yeah, now <laughs> I remember because we played them the first leg away, and it was with no fans. No fans, yes. And we, and we played the best fucking game of our lives. That yeah. <laughs> well, the season. Uh-huh. Maybe we were playing like City because you know. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> it used to be with no fans, but um. So I guess I, from what I heard, and then they're gonna prolong, they're gonna postpone the season or push back the season a little bit later than usual. Mm-hmm. I got you. Me from it. <laughs> no so way. my daughter's making noise. That's all good. <laughs> um, so that maybe may, may happen in September, maybe October-ish. But I heard they still want to try to have the league finish in May. And I think I was discussing that with you. Maybe they won't do an international break for a while so they can compact as many games. Yeah, I don't see international games going on until next year. I think until next year because there's still – like South America is going through hell right now, man. If you ever heard, Brazil's fucked. Brazil. Like I have have a lot of Brazilian friends, and I hope, you know, all you guys are finding your families out there too. Um, because it's crazy there. They've hit their, they're starting to hit their peak right now. So it's very scary to be down there, especially Brazil and all of South America. So everyone just be mindful and safe if you're around that area and just try to avoid it, you know, just for best sakes. And the problem with those countries too, is that a lot of them are really poor. Yeah. Mm. You know, like Ecuador, my wife's Ecuadorian. And, you know, you hear all these people die and that sometimes they just leave in the bodies in the streets. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, it's fucking yeah. crazy. It's like yeah, a movie. It's, yes, it's exactly like a movie. You know, but so with international, like, yeah, I, I think that might be out until probably next March, I would say, because I know they postponed already the the Euro, the couple. Yeah, all the summer gone. games that usually happen, they're were all they're all the postponed. Yeah, the I heard Olympics. the next year apparently. So in a positive, if everything gets back to normal by next summer. We're going to have a hell of a freaking summer with soccer games because we have the Euro. 2021 is going to be the Gold interesting. Cup. Like this, this summer and next summer is going to be very intriguing. Like coming to think about it and like from now at this, at this perspective, we're going to have a summer where there's still club soccer. So it's not that bad, even though the Euros and everything is postponed. Um but we're going to have club soccer potentially Champions League ending in like July and August, which is fine by me. You know, I have no complaints. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it's done safely. It keeps me yeah. occupied during then. <laughs> exactly. And it's been kind of tough because we have no sports. We can't leave the house really to an extent. So yeah. it's just going crazy. And, uh, yeah. And for kids, as long as I have soccer in the mornings, I'm satisfied. <laughs> yeah. I started um, on NBC to have uh, like goals of the season. Instead of games, yeah. so sometimes I'll just put that on, you know, and they'll show like all the season highlights from like ten years ago and stuff like that, just to kind of get my fix. Um, but now that Bundesliga is back, I've been watching more games of that. Next week, I think Bayern Munich play Dortmund. Yeah, yes. they actually play this this coming Tuesday at twelve thirty. Oh, is it this Bayern. Tuesday? Yeah, it's random, but hey, fuck it, either oh, earlier okay. than than later. Um, Bayern Munich is going to be playing Dortmund on um, twelve o'clock Eastern time. 
then 4.30s kick off. And yeah, it's middle of the week type-ish, so something to look forward to. And it's actually a, a close game because Dorman's literally like five, four, four or five points behind um, Bayern. So. Yes. And so I hope Dortmund win to make it more interesting. Yes, same here. Um, I like Dortmund. Um, mm-hmm. They're always the, like the underdog that you always want to root for. And they play good soccer Bayern. too. So. Yeah. And Bayern is just Bayern, you know. Exactly. You know? <laughs> But and I also you know, like the whole Pulisic when he played there, so that's why I used to yeah. play for them. Have you been watching Baby Reina play? No, I haven't seen. I haven't watched him play really. He's not too yeah. bad. Kid is he? Um, before he he was he's been playing constantly too, even before the lockdown. He didn't assist. I think in a Champions League game or it was um a league game. Yeah, he he uh, plays for Dortmund, Dortmund right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I was having a brain freeze. For some reason, I was thinking of another team that he was playing for, like Frankfurt. Uh, but, um, oh, no, no. but that's the crazy thing, too, because, you know, and the good thing about the Bundesliga coming back, since it's like, because, you know, you know, you and me firsthand, we're not Bundesliga fans, like yeah. diehards. We, we love EPL. That's our league, you know, our go-to, our bread and butter. But this is a good time to get exposed for to the German league and exactly. get, get all the players there, because now you get to see how Dortmund plays See how Bayern plays. That's a conflict with the times, and that was another thing because all these games, we we used to have so much consumption of soccer, that we can't view it all in one time because it'll be it'll conflict, and you know we'll just be done for the day after watching the EPL and potentially La Liga games. So that's what I'm saying. Now it's good that less is you know better because now we have the opportunity to view it and dissect it. And I've been watching Dortmund play, and they've, you know, they they have a great attacking lineup. Yeah. Yeah. Their yeah, counterattacks <laughs> look like shit. To me. Yes, you know, when you have Holland, right? My yeah, Holland. Holland. Holland is the main striker. They have that. Um, I'm sorry, Sancho, I'm not familiar with the name. Should hasn't even started. But they have that other. Um, I don't know if he's from Spain. Hakimi. America, and he plays, I think, on the left. Hakimi. I don't, I'm having a brain freeze with names right now, because um, I'm not that familiar with the Bundesliga. But Guerrero, good, yes. yes, yeah, he's Portuguese, Rafa, Portuguese. Oh, okay. And um, the, the you watch them in within like four passes, they're ready on the other side. Yeah, their 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 transition is like yes, they get and, it. Like, and Holland is unfortunate. Well, he's gonna go. In a couple of years, to a bigger team. A lot of people have been joking that he may. There's just an audition for him to get to Bayern. He'll, he'll be like the successor to fucking Lewandowski, which, to be honest, I can potentially see. But I think a kid like him, he should play like in a different league. I, I would have loved to have. That's we had the chance to get him at United. It's just mind blowing. You know, we couldn't get him, but you know, it yeah. is what it is. But at the end, you, you a player like that will probably go to like Real Madrid or Barcelona. Yeah, at the end, or even a Bayern Munich, because you know, at the end of the day, if he likes the German league, you know, but I have a feeling he's going to be very similar to Ibrahimovic, in the fact that I think he's going to travel a lot. Gotcha. You know, I, I think he's going to test the waters in as many leagues and try to win as much as possible. And, this, and the funny thing is, he is, he shares the same agent as Ibra, so go figure. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, <laughs> that guy. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, and so far I think it's been back to, like, the Bundesliga. I think 
it's been pretty positive. I don't think there's been any new positive cases with any players. So yeah, I think this has been very limited, from what I recall, from Bundesliga. Not not many people have tested positive. So and like I said, they've done the correct steps. So that's why I feel comfortable with German league returning. And you know, it's taking longer than the others. Like Italy, I'm surprised it's starting to, but. You know, hopefully they take the right procedures and protocol. Same with Spain. Spain was hit really bad. And mm-hmm. you got to think about England, too, you know, when mm-hmm. they're going to return. But mm-hmm. like I said earlier in the episode, that La Liga is planning to return June 8th. June so, 8th, yes. So hopefully, like, in, it's literally, like, what, two weeks from now? About, yeah. Yeah. Um, two weeks from now, we're going to potentially see, like, Messi and all the guys return back. But... And that's the thing. I haven't heard any noise about from their side of La Liga of any players who do not feel comfortable playing. Maybe we'll hear in the next couple of days. But, you know, hopefully we'll start to see something. And like like I said, I'm grateful to have soccer back. And hopefully, you know, we get to see all the players hope and, you know, who are comfortable enough to return. Exactly. Get back into the mix. And, yeah, man, um, I'm just uh, – it's just, you know, it's, it just sucks right now. But – you know, we're just making it through and just making the best of it. And I'm hoping, you know, all the best. In yeah. And I'm hoping that there's no politics either that they're forcing players to play. You know, um, I think it should be everyone's choice based on their own individuality. You know, so, but I just, you know, I sound a little selfish when I say this. I just want soccer back on TV. But I want it to be done safe, you know, because also, what, what were they saying? One person can spread it to eight? Yeah. And, that, was, and then eight it's to another. It's like rapid fire, that's why. Exactly. And that's what some people don't understand, you know, like the mortality rate may not be that high compared to how many people actually have it. Mm-hmm. But it's the spreading yeah. of it. That's more, And some people don't understand. They don't still don't want to wear masks. They're protesting, you know, it's America, you know, <laughs> and all these things. I need to go back to the beach. And I, and I think it's going to be interesting because, like, with MLS, that's more home-based. And I know how bad New York was hit. California. Yeah. I, don't, listen, I think, I think with our domestic leagues, year. it's going to be in a different state. Um, it's definitely not going to be – I don't think New York is going to have any games in regards to that because – we got hit the worst, to yes. be honest. Um, so I'm fine if they do it in any, any other state. And I, I get it. Like, I don't see any, like, U.S.-based sports organization returning anytime soon, not till at least July, I think. I think by July we'll start seeing a, somewhat of a rumbling in regards to who wants to come, what teams are coming back, what they're going to do. And I don't think they should be played around New York for a bit for now because it's still there's still people dying to this exactly. day. like I, rem- I heard in the news recently I mean like the last 24 hours that it was less than 100 people dying which, which is, is good news good, but, but still, still, there's still exactly. people dying and yes. I think a lot of people don't grasp that concept exactly. people are still dying from this virus and we're not you know fully not that we're fully aware just people don't don't grasp that and we have to make sure till we're hitting zero, where there's zero people dying, zero people getting affected. I think that's when we can start getting the ball rolling, getting everything back slowly but surely back together, you know, in order to contain this virus. And given there's no vaccine, 
you know, how do you prepare, you know, in times like this? And I wouldn't be surprised, in my honest opinion, if they don't, if MLS doesn't start this season. If they just wait till next year. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised. My boy NYCFC, don't we'll want to hear that. But I think, I think MLS is going to return because just for the sheer fact that it's the television deal that they have with Fox. And um, I think Fox and ESPN is like a split deal. So they, they're going to have to, ret- they're, they're going to look to return, you know, just to make sure they get paid and obviously, and all the teams do. So I, I don't think they're going to forego other countries, you know, like the French league and Dutch league. They went, they was like, we'll cancel the season. There's no yes. point. But you know, here it's more capitalistic. Yes. And like I said, I can see them starting the season again, but I don't know. I, not to sound like negative Nancy or anything like that, but I'm just afraid that we may see signs progress too soon and we're going to just open up way too fast. Open and up we're going to get hit with a second wave. Yeah. Well, that's, I know that's the one thing that's what I've been, I'm hoping, I don't, I can't stress enough, hoping, hoping, hoping we don't yes. get there, you know. You know, if the hey, MLS decides to open in July, like you said, I, I'm down for it. You know, I'm down for any soccer at this point in time, you know, and especially the Premier League. But if they feel that it may not be too safe for the players, I think they shouldn't even contemplate it just because of money. I feel you, man. And, and some teams in England, because the finances from the television deals, they want to reopen just so they can have money so the club can stay afloat. Yeah, we mentioned that in our last episode. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we were talking about the whole TV deals and like how it's going to affect the teams in the lower leagues because they're not—they don't make money from there. They actually make money through fans, you know, mm-hmm. they revenue, everything of that matters. So a lot of the lower leagues are just canceling because they already furloughed their players. They're like, "Yo, we can't afford you." So you know, it, it affects everybody. That's pretty much how this thing has been going, man. But you know, at the same time. Hopefully, you know, there's a plan set in motion. We'll get back soon in soccer. Slowly but surely, he's going to be back, and I'm happy for it, man. One thing I want to ask you before I wrap this up, man. What's your favorite game that you watch, EPL Champions League, that you've seen live at a bar, pub, whatever the case may be? Live? Not like on a – I have to say uh, that night in Moscow. Moscow. <laughs> Drink it by yourself. <laughs> yes, you know, because um, Champions League games here like two thirty in the afternoon, so I had yeah, work. Talk about it, like how you know, but how it was back in two thousand eight watching a game. Um, it was on ESPN, which had way better coverage than TBS. Yeah, I am so against the move to the broad, well, the BRS, the BRS live, all that shit now. With the yes, Champions because League now they show one game. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And before, Sometimes I have to watch the I love when Fox Spanish. Sports was doing Champions Fox League. Sports did very well, too. Yeah. Um, and with with this, it's like you got to pay for a game, like $5, which, okay, it's not that much or whatever. I pay and, for that, and that's another thing, too, nowadays with soccer. You have to pay for, like, specific kind of packages just to get your specific kind of sport. Yes. I'm dealing with that with so ESPN Plus. Annoying. <laughs> I'm, it's not only it's annoying that so many more passwords I have to remember. <laughs> you know, ESPN Plus. Master sixty nine. What is it? You love boobs. <laughs> um, yes, I do. Uh, but ESPN Plus because they have the, the League Cup games. 
and the FA Cup games. So it's kind of like they're just using us for money because whereas before they would be showing most of those games on TV or before it started growing here, it used to be on pay-per-view. So I guess it was maybe a similar thing. They're just trying to make as much money as possible and squeeze it out of us. Um, but with that game, like I said, it was on ESPN, which had way better coverage than TBS. The Spanish channels have better coverage than TBS. Yeah, I, I watched Champions League, uh, Univision, fuck, fuck TNT. Yeah, plus, you know, WCW. So. Um, but um, that day, and I remember I recorded the game, and like the whole day I couldn't concentrate. I was nervous. I just remember I didn't even wear my, my jersey to work or anything like that because I didn't want people to comment about the game on my shit or yeah whatever you know I didn't want any casualties so (laughs) so I just ran home I texted my girlfriend at the time it's like don't bother me and I shut off my phone and I watched it and the good thing about recording is that you can pause it go to the store if you have to in a restroom yeah I know about you Mr. DVR DVR yes (laughs) And the good thing, you know, we won. It was nerve-wracking. It was a hell of a game. They hit David the John Terry. Yes. You know, but when we won, it just kind of sucked because I was by myself. <laughs> You're celebrating like, solo yeah, trips. I'm, yeah, <laughs> like, I'm throwing a little bit of the bubbly on myself, you know. I would have loved to have been at a bar. Now that I think about it, I think if I could go back in time, I probably would have called out of work that day. <laughs> I know. Champions League final. Dude, if if we had a chance, like for Europa League final, I left work early. I forgot okay. what excuse I did, but I went because Nevada's closed by then. But luckily, um, I think I told you I saw it at a pub and Patty was there. Um, this is like background knowledge for everyone who doesn't who isn't aware about Nevada Smiths, but that was our go-to bar. It was the most famous soccer bar. I don't care. It was the it was my favorite soccer bar yes. up until it closed. And the owner, Patty, old Irishman, fucking awesome guy, you know, very, you know, down to earth. We'll talk to anybody, you know, get, he always gets you drinks and shots, man. He was, he was that kind of guy, man, really cool. And I got to see him at the pub and we were just talking, talking shit and, you know, watching the game. We, were, we watched the whole Euro final. We were happy. And, you know, it was a good time. It was, you know, it was, that's what makes it memorable for me. You know, I know Europa League is not the same as the Champions League. But at the same time, it was still a major accomplishment. And I was just, you know, over the world just seeing United. And, yeah, and even another game that's good, even though we didn't win, was the 2011 Champions League final. Oh, yeah. We, watched, Barca. we did we watch went, that We went together. to the Yeah, we And you did. showed up late oh, as usual. I think Travis I was there before you, which is crazy. <laughs> um, and I think, like, it was already maxed out. But yeah. We were, we were in the basement. Away. Yeah, we were in the basement. Yes, I had my Manchester United flag. Mm-hmm. We lost. It was sad, but the drinks taste so good afterwards. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah just, it would have been better if we would have win, but it was still, you know, we lost. But the environment, the atmosphere, everything was just so awesome. The fans singing, everyone talking crap to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, now with Nevada's clothes, um, we watched this other – oh, my God, I'm drawing a blank. But we watched this yeah. other spot. Um, is it not soccer factory? No, no, no. A football no. factory, no. What's the other one? I feel like we're to C. It's going to come to my head. Anyways, regardless, um, we did watch the, um, the EFL Cup final one of those. Yes. Years ago, I think it was. With Mourinho. Yeah, three years ago, actually, when Zlata won it for us. 
Uh-huh. And you, you know that those are like that's that's the point of it. I, I, that's what if you were to ask me why I love soccer or why I like to go to soccer bars, reasons like that. When you're in the atmosphere in a full bar full of fans cheering your team going, nothing beats that, man. I, I found out the name of the bar, Smithfield. Smithfield. I don't know why I thought it was a C. I got confused. Mother. Yeah, Smithfield. You know. Smithfield. Yeah, another. Uh, like I will rank it probably like number two or three is my favorite soccer bar here in New York because yes. they have they also have an atmosphere they have a large United fan base yes. really gets and the food is pretty good and the food is good too dude they're fucking which I'm starving right now so. the brunch burgers I'm about to, <laughs> like I'm like I'm hungover I could go for that right now. yeah yes yeah and the food is good the atmosphere is good you know Nevada Smiths when they moved to a bigger building it was three floors. So yeah. that was awesome for the World Cup. We saw USA Portugal. Yeah, we did. That was we were there oh, I didn't Cups. the game. I got there for the first game, which was like Russia and some other team. And saw a lot of vodka be drinking. Yeah, and I, and I got there just so I can get in. And then next thing you know, I was there since like twelve in the afternoon, and I didn't come home until like one in the morning. <laughs> I don't know how I went to work the next day, but I did it. Yeah, tell me, <laughs> I remember that game too, the USA Portugal game. And then I had to go to work the next day, like at seven a.m. I was so tired. Yeah. But you actually—it was so worth it, though. You left, and I stood there. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, told, I was like, yeah, "I gotta go work." <laughs> yeah, it's, everyone left me. It was just Alex and I. We were just there, like talking with Patty. Yeah, you know, and his son. And yeah, was, like Eric like right? <laughs> <laughs> he was cool as hell too. Yeah. Those were good times, man. Yes. And that's and that's what I'm saying. This is why I, lo- I love the beautiful game. There's so many memories, so much. You know, we could go days and stories about talking about different times when we went to go see, and probably could do that in a future episode. But that's and that's the whole thing. That's why I miss. You know, we. I think you and me can equally agree that you know we haven't had this. But you know, when definitely things come together, definitely like to go to a bar and watch a game with you, man. And hopefully we have that time again soon, man. Yes. And it's crazy, we, you know, how I took it for granted. Yeah. We you, take, you know, take I was like, oh, I can go so to the bar tomorrow. I'm not going to go for this game. Yeah, exactly. But now they're like, fuck, I want to go now. I want to go now. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm already lining up outside. <laughs> yeah, seriously. But, man, I want to thank you again, Billy. Thank no you problem, for, Thanks for having me. Um, being my co-host for today. Um, hopefully we get you in for another episode. All right, man? Just let me know. You know. I want to thank you for all you guys listening to this episode. Um, just listen, subscribe, and yeah, just let us know what else you want to hear from us. Thank you.